0: Um, it, 'Cause you feel like you're clapping on yeah. the beat. Uh yeah, yeah. Whereas when I'm doing the uh sync, um I think I'm I'm twenty one frames behind well no no no, you're twenty one frames beh- behind me, it looks like in the air. So edit.
1: it's almost a full second.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Behind so, everything. Well Jack, we're we're recording a day
1: late. Yeah. Uh which is my bad. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I had myself something of a bad mood.
0: Okay, what what ha- happened, buddy? Come and tell me. Well, them first of all,
1: I'm now. I'm not very organized, right? Okay. I mean, anyone who's been following the channel for a couple of years knows that I'm not <laughs> particularly organized. And I've read Getting Things Done, I've read The Four Hour Workweek. I own like twelve to-do apps.
0: You're very and- self-helpy. That's that's. Uh,
1: Well, I am very self-helpy, but I think, I mean, like... uh, Well, yeah, like productivity,
0: systemy, whatever.
1: You're
0: like like my my Tony Robbins, Ian. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, that's That's good. That's a compliment. (laughs) We're we're both very large men with banana hands. Um, (laughs) So, there's just kind of the natural... um, Lonnie's talking about, you know the future of her company and kind of what she's working on and all of that and and like you know things are going real well yeah so we're talking about the future yeah. and like we have a plan and we're gonna go we're we're planning on moving back to Colorado uh nice. in a couple of months which oh my god I'm very excited for I'll get to that in a minute this is a yeah. long story I apologize
0: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm listening buddy
1: but Kind of, you know, having a partner where you two think about your future together Mm -hmm. is sort of having me force focus on myself and uh, the ways in which I don't I live video to video and Mm -hmm. barely that, you know, for the past two years, it's been what's the next video in the can? Like I can barely function, Jack way thinking about you know the you really gift
0: got it faking it though yeah I, 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 it's just like
1: my entire being is, is only capable of focusing on one thing at the time and being self-employed is this is 15 balls in the air at the same time yeah. you've got the readings patreon
0: the patreon hangouts yeah. growing the channel delivering yeah. things on cha- like and, and you only have yourself to answer to because like yeah. when you work for, for someone else they tell you what to, to do like they yeah set there's, no, there's, your, there's no there's there's no boss tasks.
1: the yeah. my, my boss is my own shame and disappointment and that's you know, not a healthy like, boss <laughs> just 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 that constant voice i'm saying to myself look ian i'm not upset
0: I'd rather work for Mr. Burns disappointed. Than, than my own shame and, dis- and yeah. disappointment.
1: Well, I mean, the big thing is, like, you can just leave it at home, right? I'd rather, you leave it at the office. Mm-hmm. You go home, and, like, the life that you carve out can be more focused on ideas of, like, comfort. and.
0: I remember, yeah, when I had casual work, it was much easier to leave it behind at the work. Yes. Rather, yeah. It's, yes. It's, it's very easy to switch it off. Or e- easier so there's that
1: I, I like i'm thinking a lot about just all the balls in the air the the conversation we're gonna have today is very focused on balls in the air you know about, <laughs> about the future
0: sorry i'm still 12 i know <laughs>
1: uh, but i mean there's i'm adjusting my video just a little bit slightly so there's like the, that's just the constant regular stressor like 2020 was ridiculous and 2021 has been better but equally kind of complicated and weird. Do you know that 2022 is five months away? Don't, don't say that. Don't. We're now closer to 2022 than we were to 2021.
0: 2020? 2020. No, no, Ian, no. How dare you? Get out. I don't like that.
1: So there's just kind of that. Like, it's a high-stress period for all of us. Um and and i'm really trying to focus on the business and do that better and i have a new gtd system i'm working on starting this week and today is one of the most productive days i've had in months well done um
0: yeah i mean i woke up and you had done half for the script here for so yeah i was like wow okay
1: then the last week when we recorded uh after we stopped that was, was a really fun conversation uh, it was a fun I, I, I,
0: conversation but it was very late for, for you i like yeah it was, yeah, very, it was late.
1: very late i like talking about love and romance i always record the reading afterwards so it's mm-hmm. it's a long uh the yeah. podcast night is a long night for me which is a lot of times why they slip because it's tough for me to get work done the next day but anyway the while we were sitting here talking a spider Repelled down from the ceiling and landed on the microphone about yay far from my face, and you were watching. Yeah, I flipped out, threw the keyboard on the floor, knocked the camera
0: over, and 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 your connection just caught like it was just like an abrupt cut. I'm like, all right,
1: bye, Ian. And I was like, what? What the? What? And the entire time we were recording, oh, I'm bald now. Yeah, well, I'll explain that in a minute. The entire time we were recording. The uh, last time I kept like, I I just felt sort of itchy,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, like,
1: yeah, there's a fan blowing on me and the, you know, we have three cats. So there's a certain amount of like crap that circulates in the air, Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: but the spider landed on the thing. I just kind of panicked and looked up (laughs) and the, this is three, four in the morning. The ceiling of my office is polka dotted in baby spiders. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe thirty or forty baby spiders. And the mother Clearly, was pretty big. She was pretty big. Cl- that must have been Mama that landed on yeah. the microphone that was like wanted to introduce me to her kids. Yeah, at four in the morning, who I'm pretty sure had been landing on me while we were recording and That's crawling around that. in my hair. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. So. That was pretty much my reaction that you just had. Yeah. I, I had like the world's worst case of the creepy crawlies. Mm. I I mean the spider was I've big, but it wasn't
0: like Australia big. It's the well no, nothing's was like Australia. the size uh, of a poodle.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing's Australia big. But <laughs> I, I had one of those moments where I'm looking up at the ceiling and like it's four in the morning and I contemplated for one going to bed. Mm-hmm at the risk of there being baby spiders on me someplace that I'm going to take to bed with me. Yeah. And meanwhile, I go to bed, and all of the baby spiders that are currently on the ceiling flee to different parts of this room and crevices and, you know, the the chair, let alone the, the cat sleeps in the office. So I was like, okay, I guess this is my life now. And I just <laughs> went and got a paper towel. Uh-huh and just started squishing baby spiders at four in the morning 30 of them well some of them at one point i looked down and there are uh, i saw i I saw three or four of them on my forearm running around on my forearm and i freaked out and like like dropped the thing on the no it was terrible it was terrible but uh, the immersion therapy is a real thing (laughs) where at some point i'm just like oh my god i'm just tired of spiders i'm not even creeped out anymore i'm just tired of spiders so i i i there's just a a graveyard of spiders on the ceiling and i'm too tired to clean it up at that point but i'm just like whatever i feel better and i throw it away then i'm thinking about my head and the potential of baby spiders sleeping in my hair, and I just went, I uh, that's that's enough. And you know, at this point, it's five in the morning. I'm shaving my head. I haven't gone to sleep. Shave my head. Jump in the shower real quick. Go to bed. Lonnie's waking up. Yeah. And I just passed out.
0: Yeah, I actually messaged Lon Lonnie and told her about it, and she she was like, Yeah, I just rolled over and saw Ian had a shaved shaved head. <laughs>
1: this was that was I think we recorded last Wednesday, I want to yeah. say. Every single day, I've killed at least 10, 12 more spiders. Yeah And again, I'm to the point now where I just don't care, although uh, downstairs in the living room, mm-hmm. the space between the living room and the uh, um, the dining room, I looked up and there was an egg had hatched there as well. And and there were fifty. And I just walked up and I said to Lonnie, I said, "Can I not it something?" And she said, "Sure, okay." I said, "I am so tired of killing spiders. Can you please go and kill all the spiders that are in, uh, on the ce- the, the ceiling in the uh in the dining room?" And she went, "Oh, sure," because she's been having to listen to me complain about killing spiders. Yeah. This entire time, so she goes downstairs and with a vacuum, because it's not five in the morning. Vacuums all the tiny spiders off the roof, but I'm pretty sure that's how you get a haunted vacuum. Like that's <laughs> I, I I can't do that because then I think that they're all still in there, crawling
0: around. It reminds me of um there was one time I was very young I would have been about seven years old and I was playing out the uh, front of my uh, house and there was this. There was this big paved area, area, and I saw this big, big spider crawling along the uh pavement. So, so I grab grabbed a thong and squashed it. I mean, when I say thong, I mean like a flip flop. It wasn't like someone's yeah. underwear. Uh, yeah. that's what we call them thongs. Um, and immediately, like hundreds of baby spiders started <laughs> started falling away <laughs> from their dead mother. So she was carrying a sack or carrying babies on her back, like some of them do, I think. And um. Yeah. I sat out there and started squashing all on these babies, and um, then my older sister thought it w- would be funny to to tell me that it's possible that some of them crawled inside of me and were going to lay eggs inside <laughs> of me, and I would wake up one night and have all these spiders crawling out of every orifice in my uh, body. My my older sister is kind of
1: that sounds kind of mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a bit
1: mean. Well, you're basically describing my last week in slow motion. <laughs> okay. You know, t- Today I woke up, it was probably it was another 10, 10 spiders that I killed. And of course, every once in a while I'll be sitting here. This is where I work, just mm-hmm. sitting here. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while I'll be sitting here and just feel a tickle. Yeah. A tickle on my forearm or a tickle on my cheek or yeah. whatever it may be. So it's a perpetual... State. Even the, now, yes, you're still see? talking about it. I'm
0: getting the itches. <laughs> and, it's a perpetual state of the creepy crawlies and you that know I've what? had for a week. I've been in this apartment uh, over ten years now, and I've never seen a spider in this apartment. Um. Well, what floor are you on? Uh, sorry, what? What floor are you on? I'm I'm on the 3rd floor, so that's probably why. Also, yeah. I don't know, like there would be spiders here in Mel- Mel- Melbourne, of course, but Melbourne is a lot colder than Sydney. So I imagine spiders don't like cold, but there's spiders here of course there is, but it's I mean it
1: snows a ton here. I, I, I you know. Yeah. I um
0: know.
1: there's sp- I think there are spiders in every climate. You're just in a city
0: yeah, and, you're,
1: and you're on a high floor. I, I you know, this is the second floor of this house. But Lonnie's house was built in the 1800s and sits on a pile of dirt.
0: Okay, like right, there's
1: yeah. barely a concrete foundation. If you go yeah. in the basement, it's just like the dirt from the ground uh, around. So
0: I've had we co- cockroaches. Are... I've even had uh, bed bed bugs, but I've never had uh, spiders. Thank- thankfully, because <sighs> if, if I had a spider in this apartment, I, w- I would burn this building to the ground.
1: <laughs> I would well, burn I mean... it to the ground immersion therapy works ever (laughs) since that evening i just went this is my life now squash squash squash
0: you can get vr games that um go into like uh, immersion therapy where they'll show you like like a spider sitting in your uh, hand well that's
1: that's an interesting question like what is your they're they're still creepy and i mean the babies are nothing they are moving polka dots that, I'm, the mama that landed and mm. when they do that like individual leg like, movie yeah. thing where you know
0: See, uh, all of that that uh, that still creeps me out i'm i'm not a fan of spiders at all but they have to be big for me to be like so yeah. the the spider we saw on your uh mic, that that would have made made me jump back and be like oh that's not not nice but it wouldn't send, send me screaming like yeah like, um yeah, that's spiders. I I I don't know what else. I, I yeah. So so we're selling the
1: house. Uh, Lonnie has been high stress because there's a ton involved. Uh, for her in in getting that done. Yeah. And um, reunion the angel episode guide is officially late. Mm-hmm. You know uh, when I passed the the month uh deadline. Uh, you know the hilarious thing is when you don't have a boss. Mm. The word late is actually yeah. a fallacy,
0: Yeah, and like, but
1: I feel it every time, where I just start tearing my hair out and getting frustrated and angry at myself.
0: The thing is, too, it doesn't feel like that long, long ago that um, in Into the Woods came out. It well,
1: like that was a memorable heifer of a video. Mm. You know, the ones that you think about Shadow and Listening to Fear and the ones that went before that, those were like, oh, okay. Yeah, but the the Into the Woods one was one that I went to the mat for and that was also another thing is that video was uh, a little bit draining you know the funny thing I, I think I told you like Lonnie and I actually had an argument in the month that I was working on that and at one point I was like it, like I, I saw the two of us in Buffy and Riley, and I was like, "Am I Buffy?" And a day later, I was like, "Oh God, no! I'm Riley! Oh my God! I'm, I'm the Riley in our fight!" Oh, that just, that just, that's a tough moment.
0: But at least you had the the introspection to think of that, because many well, people I mean, would, too many people get get wrapped up in themselves, you know, their own their own feelings and most people I, can't separate that. Well well not most, but a lot of pe- people can't. It's
1: very it's very weird having a fight. Usually disagreements or conflict or whatever, like there's mistakes on both sides. It's very weird having one where a day or two later you're just like, Oh, I did that Huh <laughs> 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 Huh, big old learning experience where I went. Oh. I just, I just
0: love that you will just own it like that. That though, that's amazing. Like,
1: <laughs> I just don't want to waste time anymore. It's, she doesn't it, want to waste time. It's like the the point of any conflict is to get to the end of the conflict. You both and, want to be happy, loving you know, each like, other, and at peace
0: again. Admitting you're in the wrong is not easy. Like It's not easy. It it gets easier as you do it more, and you and I are both... Well, um, I I think that the
1: big thing for guys like us is not... The problem is not admitting that you're wrong. The problem is not taking on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you blame yourself for everything, Mm -hmm. then you actually negate the value of realizing that you caused the conflict, because you believe that you're always the... If you think like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, pardon Mm me, then... That's not actually taking responsibility right. for a situation. It's you a neurosis kind like of driving.
0: Yeah,
1: and that is kind of the new stage for me is there's a mosquito. Do I want it, the spiders so that they <laughs> eat the mosquito? Or do I want to get bitten by a mosquito? Um, so that's kind of a new stage for me in later on is like, oh, okay. you know. But in that situation, it was just clearly, yeah, I did that. That, that, that was... <laughs> oopsie <laughs> but any yeah, anyway so that video is late mm-hmm. um we had the patron hangout last weekend which was pretty good but it, it, like it the great. patron the patron hangouts are always a lot mm. it's, oh, a, it's that a lot one of in particular,
0: that we went three and a half hours yeah or something,
1: something? on uh, well was it was into monster. the woods yeah so it was into the woods again
0: by the end of it man my my eyeballs were hanging from my skull
1: yeah there were a lot of tired faces uh during that one and and i don't know i just uh i just kind of have been feeling a little burned out Mm -hmm. uh the past couple of days which is weird when your output is what mine is but mm -hmm. like it doesn't i think about work all the time Mm -hmm you know it, like we said it's very hard for me to put down and i'm constantly thinking about the next thing or whatever the video is or or the next patron hangout or the podcast mm-hmm. or whatever it is and la- yeah. like i just don't want to come on the air by the way hi everyone welcome to the podcast of the nerds i'm ian
0: and my name is
1: jack yeah i, I just don't want to come on the air and put that kind of energy no. out
0: no I feel do, do you know what i mean yeah um but I've been, um, funnily enough, I've I've been feeling the same um, a bit late lately, just very overwhelmed and a little burnt burnt out. So Monday I took a self self care day where I did nothing really. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's good. I I, I I did a tiny bit of work um at the end of the uh, day, like just just before I went to to bed. But that was after a day of leisure. Well, not leisure. I I did some some cleaning. I did self care stuff you know stuff that yeah. makes you feel feel good because you know like clean cleaning socks but you always feel feel better afterwards um i played some video games i cooked some good food and i really needed a day oh and and also i didn't set an alarm that that day which was wonderful i realize now man it's very rare that i sleep in the, the these days like even like my weekends now are not week weekends i work weekends now
1: yeah yeah well and the thing the thing about a successful, um, cause I'll have days where I procrastinate all day, mm-hmm. you know, and am surfing YouTube videos or whatever, That's but those not are not taking... self care. No, they're not restful. No. Uh, you, you, the key to a, a, an actual day off is to say, I'm taking this day off yeah. so that you can shut off all the rest of the stuff, like the, the processing of that other stuff and just yeah. actually relax absolutely but yeah there was something else yo oh, yeah so we're just selling the house um there's a realtor coming through
0: periodically
1: it's just a lot there's just that a would be lot of pain
0: in the ass having strangers come into my home all the time and telling me to get out and I
1: well and i'm i'm not particularly clean <laughs> uh, bit of a cluttered uh individual so let's just yeah, say uh,
0: my framing here is very specific <laughs> yeah yeah and
1: it's it's you uh, you have to maintain the place at a certain level, you know. And then thinking about moving in a month or two, it's like, I today I rebooted the productivity system. I rebooted my journaling. I meditated twice, mm-hmm. um, and I got a ton of stuff done. So I nice. meditated in the morning. I did a journal entry. I did the whole day, and then I meditated again in the evening. And for me, meditation is a, a becoming more and more of an important stress management thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's just. There's nothing for me that it's it, there's um there's no spirituality to it. what it is is like n- learning to you uh, um learning to relax the muscle that is your mind yeah you know uh if you're high stress if you're high fear your mind is constantly engaged and chewing on something oh I and feel meditate. That, yeah. Yeah, and meditation is learning to untense that muscle and kind of let those things drift away. Just be present, just be in the moment. And I feel the results of it today. Mm -hmm. I feel just calmer and more present and just more ready to go.
0: I did a brief uh, meditation just before we started uh, recording because, I don't know, I I love me some some coffee, but sometimes because of the anxiety issues I, I, I have, coffee just doesn't agree with me most of the time i'm fine but this morning i had a cup cup of coffee and it didn't agree and i thought okay i need to be in at least a a somewhat good frame of mind to record and do do this so i took a i I don't know 10 minutes just to do some breathing and some meditation
1: well for me i i I do get stressed but i just have faith in the record button Mm -hmm. it's kind of like stepping onto the stage uh You know um when i did theater i i used to get i mean i got whole stage fright but as soon as you step on stage yeah you know there's now uh, we've
0: been recording and chatting for for a while i feel fine it's yeah
1: i kind of like the yeah the whole cold open format too which we do i think it it is for one it makes anyone who decides to listen to us feel like fly on the wall part of part of the conversation
0: and just just so you know the vast majority of the uh time they're not scripted our opens we just yeah we all yeah um there's sometimes someone will say some something funny or what what, like yeah well yeah i do believe you
1: asked me about butt chugging while we were scripting last week and i was like there's our open why don't you just ask me during the cold open i
0: don't know what spurred that had that on either i have i no don't know idea either. why my brain works the way it does sometimes well
1: let's not go back there jack <laughs> what are we doing today
0: uh today ian uh we'll be checking in with you you guys our our gentle viewers and, and listeners um about our new new year's re- resolutions um we're just gonna take stock and uh keep e- each-, each other accountable
1: yeah, now, I think we we mentioned last week, like, there may be a trick here. I mean, the joke is like, well, what is there to check in about, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, let's be honest.
0: It didn't go great. <laughs> it didn't go great,
1: right. I think we, so we did the New Year's conversation sometime in May. We said we were going to start in June.
0: I don't know about you, but I did almost nothing in June. I did almost nothing, and the little bits I did do, I did yesterday. So <laughs> well, that wasn't June. That still yeah, that counts. Yeah, that counts. We're yeah. gonna get into it. Um, oh, by the way, just quickly, I just want to say um, there's construction going on in my uh, building. I'm sure you you guys have already heard uh, the noises. There's nothing I can do um, do about it. I'll see if there's something I can do in a uh, post. But yeah, just. Uh, just so you guys are aware. Well, so just to,
1: uh, to set the table a little bit and kind of get anyone caught up who maybe didn't go and listen to that episode, Jack and I decided to do mid-year resolutions. Our year started a little strangely, has continued to be strange. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, we're going to do mid-year resolutions. I love New Year's resolutions. I, um, I'm um i well aware of how often they fail and, and whatever. And I think the the key, why people learn to hate them is because... They use that failure as right. a source of guilt and,
0: and shame. For me, I like the idea of them, but I've never really done them in any serious yeah. context. Yeah, and to my mind,
1: the 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 as with a billion things in life, the value of certain things that you attempt has is not measured by its chance of success. You know what I mean? Like, certain things in life are worth failing at over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Quitting smoking. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, in one of the videos I talked about, I used to be a smoker, and like, the longer time went on, and I quit and fail, and quit and fail, and quit and fail, I started to build up a story and evidence against myself that maybe I'm just a smoker. You know? <sighs> until I quit. And then all of that story
0: and all of that
1: perception of failure and all of that just kind of evaporates and goes away.
0: The thing with smoking, too, or quitting smoking, is the further you get into it, the easier it becomes. It's it's the first couple of weeks, they frickin' suck, and they suck hard. But, like, me, now I'm more than two years in, and I, I, I feel good. Yeah.
1: My alcohol has not been the alcohol... Um, Alcohols a different. beast Al- Alcohol yeah. comes and goes for me. Um, I still get the, I,
0: the occasional cra- craving for for a cigarette, though. It's weird, but I just know that if I ha- had one, it'd be an awful experience. I'd cough and splutter and I'd get dizzy. yeah.
1: Well, and my triggers for alcohol are uh, emotional, but
0: ne- uh,
1: neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, We're getting off track. So now. I like the exercise. I I like the exercise of coming up with goals and things to try and just mm-hmm. trying to do them. Yeah. For the sake of, I think that my relationship with my own, with the word failure and what it means to me and the emotions it creates and all of that, is the greatest impediment to absolutely anything that I attempt in life. Nothing other than my physical limitations. You know, I'm not going to, I'm 41 years old, I'm not going to go and be a point guard for the Chicago Bulls anymore. (laughs) I'm not going to pitch for the Cubs you know that is out that's a physical limitation but beyond physical limitations the like for me to me the the um physical limitations in time for me the 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 main impediment is just like this subsurface emotion of resistance and and whatever that I don't put words to but when i do i realize oh it's cuz i think i'm going to not be successful at that so why even try right mm-hmm. So, like, we were talking about immersion therapy earlier. In some ways, this New Year's Resolutions stuff is failure immersion therapy, right, where it's yeah. like, let's just try. Why the hell not? You know, and, these are all stones. And if they move an inch or if they move
0: 15 feet, they moved. And let's be honest. When we came up with this idea, we, we expected this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, that's I'm, the thing. Surprising is surprising
1: at all. What is predictable is where we put all of our 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 stock mm-hmm. but what is possible but why is the only thing is like what is predictable in this case sure it's predictable that yeah. that we're not going to go 5 for 5 on these resolutions
0: but um, who cares? Like th- the
1: possibility of moving any of them is, I I think yeah. more interesting than that.
0: And I think failures, or I'm not gonna call them fa- failures, stumbles, are part of the pro- process. I think.
1: Yeah. Start. Stop. Start. Stop. Yeah. Start. Stop. So forth. So that's ki- uh, that's, <laughs> I, I that was intended to be the short version, but that was kind of a <laughs> rant. I like ranting about uh, res- resolutions. Apparently. So. um... Part but the i think one of the things we ran into in june is um these things fail uh some people have strength of will mm-hmm. right yep. i'm gonna do that and then they go and do it and then it works i can do that with certain things if it's yeah. if it's a finite decision where it's like just go and do that and then it's done but when it comes to habits routines things that, requ- that require building um you know uh uh building a system i really struggle right Right. but i'm pretty sure that both you and i in june just tried to do the raw motivation approach to all of these and it didn't work
0: i really struggle with sort of long haul stuff you know like um spur of the moment instant gratification stuff easy easy done but uh this sort of long long haul um long, pro-process stuff I really struggle with. So,
1: this is all just practice. No shame. Mm -hmm. No embarrassment. Just, uh... What happened in June, um, and what we're gonna attempt moving forward. So, the mechanism. These things, I think, require systems, and this podcast actually started, uh, out of that idea. The podcast, and me speaking solo to the audience, was an accountability buddy, um you know was sort of the accountability system that i was trying to build in in order to move things forward Mm -hmm. and it worked to a point but i think um um you and i doing this together we we can support each other um we have conversations on a daily basis and uh you know a monthly check-in so a month from today in august we're going to talk about july and um our successes and failures Mm -hmm. I again not afraid of the word, mm-hmm. um, with what we said we were going to attempt in this conversation. Right. So uh, what it's going to be is I'm going to uh, uh, let everyone know what the resolution was. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about any successes that we may have had because I think it's important to the stone moved, um, and sort of where what the plan is for the next month if we didn't do well how we're gonna redirect how we're gonna change things around so on and so forth that that all makes sense yep all right resolution number one we both had the same goal which was to read
0: a book a month we did yes jack how did that go (sighs) so this was pretty much the one area that i did have some success in kind of um for a bit of a rate uh for a bit of a recap, I am reading The Death of Bunny Munro by Nick Cave. And um I read three chapters. Admittedly, I read them yesterday <laughs> and I didn't I didn't start reading as a leisurely thing because I wanted to, which is what this is supposed to be. Like it's supposed to sure. enjoy. But it was like, oh shit, we're doing the pop podcast tomorrow. I need something to talk talk about, so I should start reading. But in saying that, once I got a couple of pages in I started to really enjoy uh, the setup of the story and and the, the character. He he he's an, Bunny Monroe is an awful awful man. Um but yeah, so now I have started the uh, book and I'm I've 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 gotten a taste of it. I think I'm going to find it a little bit easier to get, get involved. So what you just said mm-hmm.
1: was the system worked. Right? Now you
0: didn't read a you didn't read a book. Yeah.
1: No. No, 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 no. No. Right.
0: no. I read a couple of chat chapters, but I fell very short of one book uh right. in a month. Um
1: so you said um we're gonna record the podcast. I'm gonna be asked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it, right? Right. So the accountability system <laughs> It worked, but it gave you a it gave you a push
0: right, but it's supposed to be leisurely fun to read a book you know
1: but but starting something from scratch yeah. that you don't have the time or the habit carved out yet right may may not begin that way, right yeah you know uh that that you know, hopefully the momentum that we have built by the end of the year mm-hmm. means that into twenty twenty two when we set up our 2022 resolutions yeah
0: oh boy <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy you know um the the that that momentum can but momentum is incredibly difficult to build and you built some yeah you know yeah that's true. three chapters is, is a start
0: yeah. it's a start i think i think it was like 20 pages or something which is something um yeah, yeah. But, so, what what about you? How did did you do with the...
1: Well, I read three chapters uh, from The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek, which Mm -hmm. is the book by Rhett and Link uh, from Good Mythical Morning. Mm
0: -hmm. Not liking it. Yeah. I didn't think you would, to be honest. I haven't read it, but just knowing those guys and the... I don't know. Well, they
1: they worked with a ghostwriter um i think i'm gonna uh uh, there's a third writer on there which i I haven't looked up his his thing but uh, you know i don't know uh norman Maclean wrote a river runs through it when in his 80s that was his first book i i i i I tried not to enter into it with any kind of preconceived notions or anything like that and i want to one of my goals this year is to get the first draft of my book done Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not casting aspersions one way or another. And no. part of the idea of reading it was the motivating aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, these these two guys who have created that empire yeah. just said, just did what you and I are trying to do, which is I want to do this thing, and then they went and did it.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and and good for them, honestly. That's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, all power to people who make stuff. But um, yeah, the quality of the writing i'm struggling with a little bit i'm interested in the story and where it's going it's kind of a it reminds me of a um a hardy boys kind of story it's about two high school students and this small town and some things that are happening with this in the small town and it opens with a mystery and the hook i'm interested enough in it it's just kind of the moment to moment writing that isn't doing it for me right but but I read three chapters and uh, I also um, one of those three chapters was through audiobook. So uh, as I was cleaning the house okay. and all of that, like you know, we're all busy and uh, I I'm trying to build this in so just to kind of keep it moving. Um, and this that was pretty much in the last week as well.
0: I've talked about all all books but before I think I can't do them my my mind wanders too much, and then I realize i'm not listening and yeah, yeah. Well, when you, I mean, when when you're reading something, you have to like do the work it's like chewing food you you, you can't just swallow a a steak without chewing it you know
1: i i can do I can do it under the right circumstances. Lonnie and I are trying to clean out the house, and so I was moving a bunch of stuff out of the garage. Mm-hmm and it was just manual labor so i just had my headphones in and that was the right context for listening to uh the book but oftentimes i feel the way you do and i think part of the value of the resolution is that the bulk of it is going to be through uh the printed page right um but you know Hmm. times are what they are and we're all busy so i feel like a book is a book but I'm, I'm keeping them in sync. So again, I'm going to try and do the bulk, uh, uh, on the printed page. Cause I also think there's something to the exercise of just sitting there and doing nothing, right. focusing on the page yeah. so forth.
0: And I um, think, um, we've, we've talked, talked about once we, uh, finish, uh, a, a book, we're going to give you guys a bit of a book report talk talk about the story, how it's written yeah. and everything you would expect from a book re- report, I guess.
1: So, at this rate, the two of us may finish one book by the end of the year.
0: i <laughs> By the end of the year.
1: <laughs> so, we need to make some adjustments. What yeah. adjustments are you going to try and make uh, for the next couple of weeks? Well, What do you want to do? How do you want to build the habit in?
0: So, I think I really need to schedule... A time to actually sit down and read, rather than just sit here and go, "Oh, I should read," but let me play some Overwatch first. Like that, that, that doesn't help. But um, you and I were also talking off camera about the possibility of doing a read-in stream of sorts. Um, why don't, why don't you explain how that might might work?
1: Well, uh, so when I was a kid, um, my elementary school once a year would do uh a read-in day. Mm-hmm. And they were my favorite days of the year, yep. so you bring as many books as you want to school. Mm-hmm. uh you wear your pajamas that sounds you you bring pillows and blankets, and we pushed all of the desks together, and we all camped under the desks and we had we brought snacks and chips and you know drinks and all of that. so it was like camping at school mm-hmm. with books and for Two-hour periods or whatever it was, there was no talking allowed, and every kid in school just laid under their desks and read books. And I read, um, I remember I read Benicula, *Howliday Inn*, and *The Celery Stalks at Midnight* in a day uh during the read-in. Wow, okay. Um, but you're just hanging out with buddies. Everyone's doing the same thing, and I thought, why not do that? Uh, why why don't we do stuff like that as an adult and I mean I'm sure someone listening to this does that, yeah, but i don't um, neither. so something I brought up with you was if we did a read in live stream, mm-hmm. so you and I hop on video chat, yep. we have our books, we set a timer for thirty minutes, and we just sit there and read and Anyone in the stream can read along with us yep. at thirty minutes. We take a break, we talk with chat for ten minutes, we talk about the uh, the last chapter, take a b break, whatever you need. And you do this for a good chunk, uh, a good period where you wouldn't ordinarily do it. It's rare for me to spend more than a half hour reading consecutively, so to do it for three hours that day would be really
0: good. And, yeah, it could be helpful because it'll help help us to actually do it but It could also be a lot of fun, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm thinking of read-in stream the first weekend in July is, um, or excuse me, the first weekend in August. So August 7, um, August 6th is a Friday here or Saturday there. Mm-hmm. So, um, that day, August 6th read in starting sometime in, uh, around six or 7 PM Eastern time,
0: Yeah,
1: you know? Um, and, uh, Anyone who cares to join and read along with us, by all means. But if we have that stream kind of at the end, mm-hmm. if we're almost finished with the book, then we kind of crank through it. If yep. uh, boy, the creepy crawlies are still getting to it. <laughs> Um If we're almost finished with the book, then we crank through it. If we finish yep. the book by then, we start the next one yep, and get a head new, start new on yep. on the
0: new one. But um, you know, uh, a community read-in. I yeah. thought it would be a good a good idea. And that'll also be over on the main channel because I don't think we can stream from, from this channel.
1: Yeah, right? I'll, I'll have to look into it. But um, to anyone listening, if you're interested, uh, it, it's August sixth at seven p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. uh, which is roughly when the stream, the hangout streams tend to start. Anyway, uh, Friday, mm-hmm. August sixth. Um, Read in stream it should be a good time. Be there uh, or in,
0: be square. Or in no, the
1: meantime, perhaps. I I really just need. I think if I build in reading for a half hour a day, just as a daily fitness, yeah. you know, uh a half hour a day, I can get some of that momentum. And it's we're not saying a half hour stop, like, uh, but minimum of a half hour. Yeah. And if I want, if I'm in a good section or whatever, keep going. Yeah. Uh, but get my butt in the seats and kind of um. Yeah build the attention and focus
0: which is what i did yesterday because i was only planning on reading one chapter but then i i was really in in, enjoying it so i just kept kept going until i yeah Yeah. uh,
1: but it is carving out that time Mm -hmm. you know um a lot of these things like we are our daily habit and routine is such an eggshell yeah and it needs to be broken through in order to build, even if something sounds really fun mm. you know my workout it, today I burned 420 calories mm-hmm. playing beat saber yeah I, I play a video game to work out yeah. it's a video game yeah, and i still don't do it yeah because Same. i don't carve out the time mm. you know
0: yeah You've um, really, over, over the years, you've really shown me the significance and the he- helpfulness of, like, schedules and having, because um, I've always had this aversion to where, like, I don't want to know exactly what I'm going to do every day all, all day, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily about that. It- it's making sure you actually get shit done yeah
1: well that's the thing is, is i think that i am capable of maintaining my life at a certain level but if i want to grow that or be ambitious beyond that level or grow myself and my abilities mm-hmm. then it requires outside intervention and that outside intervention to me is a calendar or a to-do list or whatever it may be you know yeah. there's a there's a people are very good at equilibrium yeah. you know uh normalizing uh just general equilibrium in their life inside outside whatever mm-hmm. and and but that is by definition not growth right. you know right yeah so so yeah definitely yeah. um resolution number two uh yes. oh so i am i'm gonna aim for a half hour a day starting tomorrow are you are you do you wanna set any kind of goals or for reading reading um... half hour a day
0: Half hour a day sounds sounds fair, yeah. And I can that's, okay. that that's very easy. Yeah, that's 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 simple.
1: Uh, I'm gonna make a note so we can cool. check in on that uh next month. Resolution number two, Jack. Yours was to finish a game a month. Tell me mm-hmm. about your gaming for June.
0: So, you know, I did do some of this i i i played the game for probably three three or four hours um i i I attempted to play uh batman arkham knight and don't don't get me wrong it's by no means a bad game and it's very much um it it, it's in my wheel wheel wheelhouse it's action it's it's open world um, but I was struggling with it and at first I wasn't sure why but um, yeah for, for those of you who aren't aware it's a free roam style game uh, you're Batman and you're going around G- Gotham City completing story missions as well as a, like a ton of side missions and what, whatnot and there's trophies and all, all, all of that stuff but um, one of the things I was struggling with though is that the game takes place over one night um, so it's all, always night and it's mm-hmm. always raining. And don't get me wrong, of course, that suits the dark, gothic, noir feel of Bat- Batman. Like, it'd feel strange if you had Batman swinging from building to to building in broad daylight. That 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 would be strange. But there's something about the game that feels very dull and oppressive because it is so drab and, and dark. Yeah, I, and... F- I
1: feel that way about the Fallout games. I mean, yeah. a, 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 it's tough to do a an apocalypse yeah that i want to spend a lot of time in right um okay. the the only exception i can think of is the last of us because the last of us is That's very it. overgrown it's very lush it's very yeah. green it's um,
0: also a triumph of story story to telling too
1: it is um but the the apocalypse is a wreck under the nat- that has been reclaimed by nature so um it it feels more lush uh, yeah. that way and visually pleasant yeah. but fallout is brown brown and beige yeah. and tan and ash yeah um very and like
0: uh, cold muted colors and...
1: yeah and you're supposed to spend a hundred hours yeah in yeah, that that's, space
0: um, arkham knight is a very long game too
1: if you yeah. do everything it's over a hundred hours yeah which um, is what i do <laughs> no i yeah i'm too old now i just i when i start a game i'm like okay i'm gonna do it until i hit a wall and i always know when i hit the wall and i go okay main quest yeah and i mainline to the end of it see i usually about 10 15 hours in
0: i'm kind of the opposite of that i like to avoid the main quest for as long as i can like like i do a little bit but then i'll spend a ton of time doing side missions and then i'll go go back to the main main quest a little bit and then deviate again i like to in, in my mind it's savoring it you know it's it's, it's enjoying I, the meal rather than just scoffing it down i guess i
1: do that with assassin's creed but it's assassin's more out of creed. compulsion yeah once i see all of the eagle points on the map are open that's there's, what some, I do there's first. something in me that i'm like first. i absolutely i have to clear all the zones yeah like i have to check it's a grocery list yeah i can't cook the recipe of the main story until i check off all of the groceries yeah because what if yeah. i have some cool ability that yeah. the main story quest would have been more fun with yeah. uh, you know, the entire time or whatever it may be um which is why i only play those games but one every three or four uh yeah. that they put out because they it, some you know some games I, i'm playing mlb and some games are I'm compulsed to play, but I'm not always sure that I'm having fun. You know what I mean? Like the Farmville yeah. or uh Bejewel the what are those games that people get hyper addicted to, yeah. the super casual games.
0: Man, you opened my my eyes to Overwatch because you got me. Overwatch to is consider, a great example. Like whether I actually enjoy it and last time like i haven't played in in a few days now because the last time i played i had had this realization of i'm not actually having fun i don't enjoy this and 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 when i play a match where my team just just gets steamrolled it's 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 aggravating it's so annoying and so yeah games that are
1: only competitive games that are only fun when you win mm, uh uh, for me are very hard to justify one uh, one thing uh, that needs to be factored into game design is is it fun when you lose too yeah like despite the fact that you lost is it was it still fun
0: yeah and sometimes with overwatch you get a match where it's pretty even and if you if you lose it's still enjoyable because it wasn't a complete steam Steam steamroll but nine times out and out of the ten one team kicks ass and the other team just gets annihilated and that's that, not fun
1: that was what dota felt like and i mean the 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 way around that is when they build in um challenges mm-hmm. and things that goals for you to attain even if you lost yeah the game but you unlock certain characters that, or whatever it's
0: not yeah it's just character specific so it's like Kill five people with uh, junk rats, rip, rip tire, and stuff like that. So yeah, little like challenges, but it's just not enough. Look, I I've got a lot a lot of love for for that game, and I always will. And it's probably something I'll never c- completely quit. But I don't know. You've made me realize that there's just there's just a bigger. There are so many. There. <laughs>
1: there are so many games that are addictive, hmm. but not fun.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Or or not not fun enough to justify the amount of time put into them exactly you know what I mean when they're fun they feel really good but they don't do that enough to justify the time spent sitting there Dota games when you win a 50 minute Dota game by the skin of your teeth TPing into their base and destroying the thing it is there's no feeling like it
0: yeah yeah it's so much more satisfying when you have to work for a win it's a thousand times more satisfying
1: but those games are one in 50 yeah, uh, yeah, when yeah. i was playing that, that's exactly
0: what it is with with overwatch 9 times out of 10 you either steamroll or you get steamrolled and yeah. it's just not fun
1: but um well so, so uh i saw there yeah. was a steam summer sale did you pick anything yeah. up like, what are you going to do instead of arkham knight
0: so, look, I I, I, I will ev- eventually go go back, back to it and finish it. But for the purpose of this exercise, it's just not a, a good fit. So, Ian, I'm kind of one of those pretentious pe- people who likes to think that marketing doesn't work on them. Like, um, yeah, I don't see a commercial for a luxury car and think, man, I really want a Mercedes. But there are some ways in which I am a marketer executives wet dream um and that comes to and and that come down comes down to if they can convince me that i'm getting something expensive for really really cheap um so who whoever is the does uh the marketing for, for steam loves me because my god every time the steam summer sales come along I feel compelled to buy games i just can't pass pass up the opportunity to get an 80 dollar game for like 10 bucks i i just can't and i feel gross oh, was, and dirty
1: but i was a- 80 dollars no dues. Got yeah, it. 80 dollars dues yeah 80 dollars dues yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um
0: games games are expensive here <laughs> yeah. yeah um so anyway yeah i bought a couple of games in in the summer sales i got um assassin's creed o- odyssey which i've been eye- eyeing off for a while i didn't like um origins um and i haven't played Val- valhalla which i really want to get again get, get into but odyssey was like 20 bucks or something so i'm like yeah hmm. i gotta get that um then um I also got um this indie this cool little indie hot horror game called at-, at Dead of Night which is like a it h- harkens back to like the full motion video uh, yeah. style of games it's been it's been described as a horror movie and a horror game in one and so um that was on special too so so I got it and I also got um Far Cry Five now. I've never played a Far a Far Cry game. <laughs> I um, yeah, I
1: played three and four.
0: I've um sat down with my uh, brother when I've been vi- visiting my uh my family in Sydney, and I watched him play a great deal of the one set in the him- Himalayas. I always that's forget four, yeah, is. yeah. So I've watched him play play that. So I'm I feel like I'm I'm familiar with the series and enough, but I've never actually played played one until until now, but uh. So that's what I'm going to get get into now. Fuck Far, Far Cry Five. Um, I've already played probably four, or, four or five hours at this point, and it's just so much more joyful. Uh, than I was like so much more, more joy than I was getting out of Arkham Knight, which which is weird though because it's kind of the same con concept. Um... Well, I finished Arkham Knight.
1: Um, the thing of like. The uh the dark gothic aesthetic mm-hmm. of um Arkham Knight I I I felt kind of similar to the way you did where yep. it's not a very joyful game no, you know no. it's it's not a very uh that one particularly which deals with um
0: Mentally, cer- you know, uh, certain
1: certain like certain very famous uh stories from Batman mythology okay. um that are dark um you know i I, i'm interested in them because i grew up batman was my original og comic book uh addiction that i started with before i got into x-men um you know i of course i loved the the staples that the they're cribbing on in that uh game but it's super dark. It's it like it. Uh, it did get a little exhausting. It did feel overly long, even when I was just doing the main quest. Right, yeah. You know, and Far Cry games are by design a fun sandbox. Yes. Where you fly around, like they're all about mobility yeah. and doing one yeah. thing. You know, a mission
0: ten different ways. Yeah. It's funny because conceptually, it's not that different from Markham Knight. Like. It's a similar setup, but...
1: They're in the same genre, but they don't have the same mentality about... uh, The aesthetic's very different, but they don't have the same mentality about what they're doing.
0: Right, yeah, because it's very joyful. There's humor in it, and it's so pretty. Like, graphically, it's bright, it's warm. There's lots of cute animals running around, and, and, and it's just... I
1: don't know. It, it, it sounds like a more pleasant place to spend a hundred hours absolutely
0: absolutely uh. um so yeah i'm i'm gonna stick with far cry 5 for a little, little while and see how that goes um so here's a question mm-hmm.
1: is this was this goal about playing more story games or playing more games in your library or is this goal about f- finishing games
0: probably like all of the above kind of um okay. cuz if you know
1: we we were talk- we've talked about finishing a game a month but i mean maybe that's may not uh, i think if you need to reinvent the goal uh because it's just more about trying different experiences and playing less overwatch and just actually having more fun with your chosen hobby and recreation then that that's a win too you know
0: um
1: and games are such time investments
0: yeah i mean the thing that spurred it on was was a conversation we uh had um where you essentially said said to me you like starting games but you don't like finishing them or something (laughs) to to that effect well that was very uh Tongue in cheek,
1: when, uh, kind of. <laughs> that was a manipulative observation. I like, you know, Jack. We're friends, and so yeah. sometimes I needle you on purpose, yeah.
0: be for because it's sport. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and and also like, so but much of my here's... growth comes from people dragging me kicking and screaming out of my comfort zone right here's the thing about that if you
1: look at the achievements for any game i love that uh games now feature the percentages of people who have completed that achievement yeah so if you go and look at the achievements for assassin's creed syndicate or um any of these games and go to the last achievement that um Is listed with the last achievement you get for finishing the game Mm -hmm. the completion percentages are always abysmally low compared to the total number of people that I'm not sure if it's based on people who booted the game once or people who just got the first achievement Mm -hmm. but it's like 15% most people don't finish games Hmm. right so I don't know who said this rude thing to you but forget (laughs) that guy you know, because it's, again, it's it's an arbitrary place to put yeah. value. If you, yeah. if you think there's value in completing a game, then great. You sure. know, uh, I think my like, my thought was I think the reason my motivation behind suggesting, but behind needling you that way, was. You know, you have a large uh, library of games. You, we also family share, and I have 400 games in my Steam library.
0: Some of them I haven't touched, Ian. I haven't touched. Yeah, yeah, never installed. That is, that's such a waste of money.
1: Yeah. I. So when I am am picking out the next thing, I first of all, I have a spreadsheet I pick at random, and I force myself to try and play whatever I land on randomly for an hour. And I do stuff off the Game Pass and all of that, and I have found some jewels. One of my favorite games, Spiritfarer, was a thing I just happened on randomly.
0: I'm still meaning to check that that
1: out. Uh... Yeah, and I ended up falling in love with it. But I, for me, the value is in the trying of it. Is in the is not necessarily in the completing of it, but in the yeah. trying, uh, put, putting in an hour so that I know what. It, that feels like what that experience was and i go okay i tried it not really for me
0: i mean there is something satisfying about when you finish a game but the the thing is the last game i think i finished front to back was grand theft Auto no five and that was a while ago now like i've played a lot of games since like i put a lot of hours into red Red dead 2 um yeah me and my uh brother play played a shitload of red Red dead on on online but um I look. I don't think. I, I still want to try and aim for one game a month, but when it comes to my leisurely goals, reading and playing, play playing games, I guess I'll be a little less strict about it. I suppose, sure. um, yeah, because it's supposed was... to be fun, you know. Um So yeah. So I think aim, aim, aiming for it, but I'm not gonna stress out too much if I if I don't hit that and, target. I guess.
1: And, and we. If, uh one thing when we talked about adjustments to make to kind of move the the marker a little bit more um to avoid firing up overwatch we i suggested maybe a twitch stream
0: yes that could be fun
1: you want to try and do a twi- twitch stream this month
0: yeah yeah i I've, I've never gone live on twitch before um i'm see i could stream on twitch but i'm not a big twitch watcher unless it's you i've come to some some of your oh, twitch right. streams but i to me sitting there and watching someone play a vi- video game is not fun to me i f- i find that boring um
1: yeah i mean i do too it yeah. dip, unless there's i'm trying to figure out the way through the thing right. or um, um
0: yeah, there the are certain top,
1: youtube sorry, personalities that when they stream i'll mm-hmm. i'll watch a little bit of it but after right. about 10 minutes i'm i'm yeah
0: yeah um for a little while a couple a couple of years ago i started following this this one streamer, a really really great great guy but i just feel like even though the chat has lots of pe- people i feel like it's it's difficult to communicate because the chat goes quite quite fast and there's all these different co- conversations going oh uh,
1: yeah i mean twitch chat is it's, point, pointless once you reach a certain critical mass of people
0: it, it doesn't feel com- communal to me um no. and i'm sure it does feel for the streamer and that's great but but for, for me it just doesn't feel that them um, that way but uh yeah, we talked about the the possibility of me go going live on your uh, channel. Um, yeah, yeah. But we'll see what uh, happens. And, You're and a part we'll probably of the passion too. You'll go live, and then I'll I'll go live. And yeah,
1: that's a good idea. I I the funny thing is at the rate I'm going, I'm gonna have to have. I had this resolution on my list last year, mm-hmm. because I was playing too much Dota. Yeah. And I so I put the resolution on the list, and I finished. I don't know
0: you were pretty
1: successful uh, yeah like uh 12 15 games last year um this year uh mlb the show uh (laughs) that's
0: been your (laughs) (laughs) eyes yeah showed up
1: i mean the difference is i i'm having a ton of fun with it i know it's that and it's addictive it's way worse it's not just addictive and sometimes fun it's addictive and very fun um and even though i don't keep current with sports i grew up watching and loving baseball and it has a collection aspect where you collect cards by uh fulfilling different goals and opening packs and it's pretty bad i've gotten hooked um so yeah uh, doing twitch streams with you would uh be a good thing for me yeah. as well Yeah. well my second uh resolution was to do some volunteering oh, yeah. target was one hour a week um and no no go on that one i didn't get that done <laughs> there is a uh, complicating factor this now since uh lonnie and i are also planning on moving and i kind of feel like wherever i would go to volunteer there's a certain amount of training required right and to... you also
0: don't don't have a lot of time right now with everything going on i mean you're, you're doing you're doing i guess
1: <laughs> time is kind of manufactured right like we're <laughs> attempting all of these things yeah. um it's just harvesting the the time that I have properly uh, right. in order to do them. And one hour a week is not a, a tall ask. Right. Yeah, You know? Um, but I feel like, you know, whether it was going to an animal shelter or whatever it may be, there's a certain amount of training that they need to give you in order to show you around and make you useful there. And then I'm going to be leaving um, yeah. shortly after. So... Um, those are, that rules out a number of things. Um, I'm going to have to get a little creative with how I go about this one. Okay. For July, my plan is to fill my pockets with trash bags and go out for an hour to parks and locations around town here and just pick up trash while listening to my audio book. Oh, uh, the lovely. Lost Causes of
0: Bleak Creek. That's, and, that's, um, that's really lovely. I'm proud yeah, of you, man. That's great. Yeah. Well, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you thinking about it
1: <laughs> yeah but for you know once a week for an hour go uh just uh go to a park and pick try and pick up trash <laughs> the thing of it is is this town is feels pretty cool it's it's a small town not a lot of population, so it feels pretty clean to me so we'll see if that bears any fruit but um yeah if you it's anyone listening if you have any suggestions in the comments for you know, sort of one-off ways to be h- helpful in the community or things I could do that maybe wouldn't require uh, boning up. Um, you know, me being there longer term in order to deliver some value for um, the people involved. Um, leave a note in the comments. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I'm going to be strategizing a little bit for other things to do in August. But yeah, uh hour a week, I'm going to aim for Wednesday will be the first day where I... Um, You know, put my headphones in and and take a trash bag to a park.
0: Cool, man.
1: I'm glad. Resolution number three was weight loss and health related. Yeah. Um, Jack, you mentioned uh, when we did this, you're carrying a little extra. Type Mm -hmm. two diabetes. Mm -hmm. Um, how has your food intake been the last month? Have you been able to get out at all? Tell me what your health targets and goals are at right now.
0: Um. So this this one is a little hard for me to quantify since uh weighing myself is quite difficult. Um long story short, due to my uh d- disability, I find it hard to stand still on uh re- regular scales. Um when I got got weighed, um I was weighed when I was in hospital like a month ago and I was 131 kilos which to my ch- chagrin, is about two hundred and eighty-nine pounds, which I don't like that number. And that was, that was a month ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and you were you were intermittent fasting before that, right? Yes,
0: I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but you've actually once... you've actually gone up. But at that point, when I got God weighed, I had been sick for a month, and I stopped the intermittent okay. fasting. Um, yeah. When I got sick, because it was just too much on my uh b- body, really. Um. But I'm a big boy, and I know I haven't done a, a lot um, in terms of e- exercise, but since sur- surgery and recovering, I've been a lot more strict with the intermittent fasting than I have been really in the first part of the, the, the uh, year. Because I was I, I, I was doing it prior to getting sick, but I was a little wishy-washy with it. Some days I just didn't uh, bother. Yeah. Um, and look... I do feel like I've lost some weight in the last month, but whether or not I actually have is another story. I, I could be totally wrong.
1: Well, I mean, just for anyone listening, uh, just to be clear, um, my only interest in the number
0: mm-hmm.
1: is because it's much easier to build these habits with specific measurable
0: results. It's motivation.
1: Yeah, to me, the number is irrelevant. Um... uh to me for me when when we're talking about my own weight it, you know i'm in, i'm interested in how i feel physically um am i sleeping well i have back problems on a regular basis are those exacerbated or are they doing light my gut pulls on parts of me and you know this that and the other thing and you know um yes eat better because eating better is better and yeah. and um work out because it's good to use your body and all of that but for me in terms of building habits um I do so more, uh, so more successfully mm-hmm. with when I ha- I can when I have data yeah. specific measurable results yeah. I, so um... when I when I like you and I talking about the weight I like my only interest for you is like how do you want to make adjustments for july right. you know yeah. how, like oh, uh, not able to weigh yourself mm-hmm. what about building um you know some more structure around fitness and start yeah. at 30 minutes but with the goal by the last week of july to be at 35 minutes right. per workout or whatever it may be you yeah. know what you see what i'm
0: saying yeah uh well, well f- firstly i can concur with everything you, you you uh said look it It'd be nice to be able to look look in the mirror and see myself look look looking a little slimmer, but for me, it's about health. It's about long longevity. It's um, and it's just about feeling better, you know. Like I don't yeah. want to feel like crap all the, the 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 time. And so, being able to see where I'm at in terms of weight, see the the number, it's just going to be a motivating factor and it'll help help me to know that what i'm doing is actually working. Yeah,
1: it's it's the score. It's the reason yeah. why game, you know, games have high scores is yeah. is just a, a to feel a sense of progress and a sense of movement. Yeah. You know, it's it's yes the rock moved, but how much did it move? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the measurement of that distance. Is is it isn't for all people. I know other people there are you know emotional concerns or um uh there's a history for them there are triggers around weight like culturally i realize that everyone is in a different boat but in this conversation we're we're just talking about you and i yeah um so what adjustments do you want to make for july little changes and is there a way i can support you
0: well see diet wise i'm actually pretty good i eat a lot of uh fresh fruit and veggies like I can't eat eat like crap because then it sends my dia diabetes off and my heart races and I feel awful. Um I think where I'm really lacking is exercise. So maybe you could just help by just hassling me prodding <laughs> me we with could a do- stick.
1: <laughs> We could uh do some two player uh yeah. fitness twice a week.
0: Absolutely. I I would love to maybe uh maybe Yumi and Lani could get get together and put play some beat saber or something. All right. Um a while ago Lani and I uh put, played some beat beat saber and it was a lot of fun. It's it it feels uh, I played with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. well, it was you, Yumi and Lani. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn I just it, like Ian. how I got I got kicked out of the memory. <laughs> no.
0: Wait, really? No. Yeah. Oh no, no. There there was a separate time. Oh, when it was just me okay. and <laughs> No, I'm sorry, but I remember. And I love no. you, buddy. I love you too. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. no, um, because Beat Saber, it's a great way to trick your brain into thinking you're just having fun. Yeah. And yeah.
1: I- well, I mean, like anything, though. Uh. I I I think we mentioned this after in this recording, you know. Um, I, it's a video game. Yeah. Uh, now I track calorie burn with my watch and my heart rate and all of that, mm-hmm. but it's a video game. Yeah. I, and it's a really fun one. It is. You know, and the music's uh, my, good. That's cool, yeah. My my buddy there. got a um uh an Oculus Quest, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's like, yeah, I got it for VR. I was like, no, no, no let's be clear. You just bought a $400 Beat Saber machine yeah. <laughs> that does some other stuff. Yeah. But it's a Beat Saber machine. Yeah. And occasionally he'll do something else uh, uh with it. Yeah. But even so, without the system to carve out, you know, the the time to say, this is the morning where mm-hmm. I put the headset on, I stand up, and I go sweat for yeah. 40 minutes, yeah. I, you know, I still don't do it.
0: Yeah, like it's it's really not that hard. All I need to do is exercise more. I mean, a while ago I was working out almost he- every day and it was hel- helping and like the more I did it, the easier it was and, and, and the better I felt. Like wow. there 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 was a period there where I was craving my workout sessions and Yeah, you get the endorphins happened, going and Huh?
1: You get the endorphins going, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I don't know what what happened. I mean my health went up and down, but the, but it was before that. It was before that. I, I can't I mean, these, really use these, that as a, a these an, things an break down, man. Yeah, but, you shrug and we try again. That's what we're yeah. doing. I I I really do feel like the exercise is what I'm lacking right now, but we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah. Um, well,
1: no, uh, like health and wellness. If for me the, I you know I've been uh since i really started for me alcohol put on a ton of weight and i have not been in a healthy weight class for a long time right you know so for me the that number is is a more motivating target but i like the point of the the resolution i think is just feeling better Yeah, and that's a very general thing that isn't specifically that related to that number, you know, if if you were moving your body around three or four times a week, I guarantee you're going to feel dividends, you're going to feel better, you're going to sleep better, you know, and that's not about the weight, that's Mm -hmm. about just getting your body moving and getting your heart rate up and and all of that. So let's do it. Yeah. absolutely. So um, do you say so goals
0: for the upcoming month? Do you want to commit to two workouts a week, one of them with Lonnie and I? Yeah, yeah, I I could even probably do do more, but let's start with something.
1: Well, let's know. let's make it um an attainable target for yeah. July. And if you do it's like the 30 minutes. If you read yeah, past the more, 30 minutes then more than you do yeah, more, but yeah. we'll say two a week, one with uh at least me, uh if not yeah. uh you me and Lonnie. Yeah. Sounds uh good so uh, two times a week okay my third resolution was also health and wellness uh when we started talking about this i weighed in at 283 so my high was um over 300 okay uh and that was you know that was that was boozy weight that that (laughs) was a
0: while ago now
1: not that long ago uh, over a year um I mean this was this was back when bad decisions streams were more frequent <laughs> you know um and I quit when I quit drinking I hoped that I would drop a bunch of weight I did not um because I compensated by with desserts which is very common yeah very, and very common. uh um during the pandemic I just decided not to fix it um because I was like we're all just the achievement is us surviving a pandemic and being sane right. yeah through a, a pandemic i'm not gonna give uh, if
0: that requires donuts or you know uh I ice cream in, and
1: cookies I, then i so went be it.
0: In into that survival mode too yeah. yeah
1: yeah in the meantime still trying to work still trying to get content done so forth but that's mm-hmm. done now you know and so um I actually made a little hay in June with this. Um, I weighed myself today and I'm down 10 pounds or about four and a half kilo- kilograms. Thank you. I was not expecting that to be the case because I was pretty loosey-goosey with um, the resolutions, but I, ha- I made a couple of adjustments in June. Um, I loosely logged uh, what I was eating in my Fitness Pal. Snap on the phone. Nice thing is I eat out of a box a lot. Um, and it has a UPC scanner built into the app, so it just auto pulls all oh, the nice. things, and you don't have to type anything in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I set a calorie goal of about eighteen hundred, which for a six foot three, big bodied male is not. Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot. Is, it's not a good. Yeah, it's it's not enough.
0: That's definitely um, a caloric de- deficit or whatever. They, they but call
1: it. but I te- I tend to. I aim for that and tend to go over a little bit but it's the aiming for it that I i find helpful i don't have to be as you know specific about everything um i think today i'm at well it doesn't matter um that was the first change i started trying to weigh in every day uh right after i used the bathroom first thing in the morning same time every day and um again for me that is not to flog myself with the number mm-hmm. because it's just a number to me um uh it is the it is the score as it stands today mm-hmm. um the point for me was to put it in my head uh, uh like it's a way if i've made progress then i i immediately start the day with "Ooh, i've made progress let's keep it going you know that sense of momentum or whatever it is if i've water weighted up a pound or two ago okay eh, i'm gonna be a little more conservative today or whatever but it starts the day by putting the number in my head and that's a good way of sort of calibrating my approach to food and um exercise and what i'm gonna it just brings it to present thought Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so I find that has made a difference, and um, the I've been shooting for cardio thirty minutes um, three or four times a week. Okay, not been very successful on that. Ever since I moved to New, I I was doing great in yeah. Colorado, but ever since yeah. I moved to New York, I was I've been struggling with you
0: it. You used to go for like runs and stuff. I remember.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's been tough to get back into it, and I cut desserts. So, during during the... I didn't cut them completely, because I don't believe in doing that. Yeah, um, no. During uh, the... I mean... Barring other reasons, like, you know, diabetes or whatever. But the, like during the pandemic, th- it was just on hand all the time. And if it wasn't, I had it delivered. And it's, but it's there was like, ice cream in the fridge. Too. It is, but it also loses some of its specialness, where... It's like now it's time for lunch, now it's time for dinner, now it's time for the dessert. Yeah, you know, like there it, it loses a little bit of its um uniqueness or pleasure. Yeah, where yeah, I n- now it's like once a month I'll include something in the grocery order. Yeah, I and I have, I haven't yeah. cut it out completely, yeah, but man, that first week yeah. of. Of stopping, there is a compulsion of, uh, and I substituted by getting some gorp or some trail mix and just keeping a little tin of it and eating that instead. Just a little taste of something sweet, but there's so much psychology. It is cigarettes. Yeah, for you know that that compulsion that I had to have a cigarette after every meal. Yeah, having had that first week at the end of after dinner, it's like oh, I want something sweet. Yeah. And so what I did was I I brushed my teeth or I had a little bit of gorp or a little mm-hmm. piece of chocolate or whatever and that, yeah, killed it. Yeah,
0: I understand what you mean though uh, when you talk talk about something losing its specialness or its shine or yeah. whatever you want to call it because uh, I live like probably five to ten minute walk away from a twenty four hour McDonald's which I loved in the beginning when I first moved moved in here but. A couple of months and i was like eh, whatever like <laughs> i don't care yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now, we, now as a type two di- diabetic i very much care but oh,
1: uh, well. <laughs> we 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 human beings can normalize anything and some we, things you don't want to normalize yeah. and we always know?
0: want what we can't have <laughs> yeah well and the other thing too is i
1: i think when it comes to weight it's like it's built into our genetic code to uh, prepare for famines.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You Stack know, and wait to, for the winter except
1: in the westernized, uh, industrialized world, mm-hmm. there are no famines. We don't, right. uh, you know, uh, 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 I mean, I'm, that may, that's classist of me to say I want to acknowledge, of course, like, uh, I, I'm in a privileged position, uh, part of my uh, culture, mm-hmm where there there just isn't there are no famine there's an there's a constant abundance of food and it's hardwired into us to keep eating you know because um there may be a famine someday except there hasn't been at least not in my in my lifetime so you know that's a thing too it's just it's all it's complicated and again i think um guilt for me guilt shame uh all of those when it comes to these kinds of things is the most counterproductive place to go Yeah, it's disempowering and i'm not an emotional eater but, um uh, the I'm only emotion eater, yeah. that that for me i'm lucky that way i was an emotional drinker but um yeah. uh when it comes to my emotions, I'm not compelled to to yeah. food. For me, it's a matter of convenience.
0: I've been known to eat out of boredom, but not because of and, depression or you know. yeah.
1: And sometimes I'll eat for entertainment because yeah. I'm uh, yeah because I'm bored. Yeah. Um. So that was my month. Um, I'm surprised that it was at all, at all successful. But um, excuse me the adjustment I'm going to make for July is to firm those things up okay. as daily scheduled tasks. Okay. So part of my new productivity system, these things are kind of now built in um, and it groups them off by um, things to do in the morning, the afternoon and the evening. So you're not overwhelmed by the tasks uh, all at once. Um, in the morning it's meditate and journal and in the evening there's finish your, my fitness pal log. Even if you have to guess at, well, I had a piece of lasagna. That's not in here, but this will be close. Um, you know, just to kind of keep your mind in the game of mm-hmm. the budget. The budget. You know, we. I think it's a good idea to keep a money budget if you want to grow your finances. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the opposite with um, calories, it's a good idea to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, firm up the do, uh, do the My Fitness Pal every day. Um car really carve out and nail those uh uh exercise goals uh three or four times a week and build on them. If I uh, complete an exercise, when I complete the next one, I want to do it for thirty two minutes, then thirty-four minutes. If I miss one, I lower it by a minute yep. so that I'm building up my tolerances at the same time. Yep. Um and yeah, just be more just firm it up. Uh looking to be more consistent.
0: Good stuff. Man.
1: Yeah, resolution number four, Jack, we're just going to talk about adjustments. (laughs) This was probably our mutually least successful uh, of the bunch. Yours was to take a uh, LinkedIn course. You know what? I'm going to retract that. Okay. okay? I'm going to retract that. I'll tell you why in a minute. Yours was to take a uh, LinkedIn learning course a month, a special place in my heart, those courses mine was to finish the rough uh my fourth resolution was to finish uh the rough draft of the novel by the end of the year Mm -hmm. i didn't touch it none of those stones got moved
0: me neither i I didn't do anything so specifically
1: you didn't fire up linkedin learning and and work on that but um you did learn you are pushing your boundaries when it comes to um your professional education on a regular basis by way of the work that you do that's true so i know for a fact that you and i sat down and built some thumbnails for um and that required firing up photoshop that required um you know sitting there and me kind of guiding you through the steps that i knew how to do and working with masks and all of that which in some ways is more valuable i think education through work is more valuable and I because it's instantly applicable
0: and 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 until that point i had never really touched photoshop except for the thumbnails i do for the podcast here but that's simply going in and editing text that's nothing that's yeah yeah, our yeah.
1: podcast thumbs are pretty basic. We actually could spruce them up a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I, but still, the idea—I—I I, I think that the spirit of your resolution is, uh, grow your technical expertise. Yeah, and I, I didn't I, quite
0: I, think of that, but you've made me feel a lot better. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in in
1: celebrating successes, I think that yeah. that simply by way of work, you yeah. push your boundaries and and you know, um. Oh, I've learned
0: some. I've I've learned a little bit about audition too, which is what I have to use to uh, edit uh, the chipperish stuff. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Me on the other hand, I did nothing.
0: Okay. Nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My the novel oh, has okay. has not been touched in months.
0: It's okay. Um,
1: and this is one that I forgot to actually strategize some adjustments for. Uh, for the upcoming months. So how are you going to adjust? What are your goals for July?
0: Well, see, finding motivation when I'm flying solo on anything is really hard because Mm -hmm. I'm not good at setting goals for myself or really just motivating myself when I've only got me. Um, So I think maybe if we were to do something together somehow... Maybe if we were to do 20, 25s like we do when we're working, um, stuff like that. We could do
1: 25s. I won't necessarily be working on the course, but if yeah. we did, like, yeah. we could do Whatever. resolutions 25s where, you know, I could yeah. work on the book and you work on that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, And then I think one one of the things that, that I'm struggling with is it seems like such a huge mountain to, to climb because majority of these courses are, like, 40 odd hours long like they're, they're long courses so maybe just breaking them down into chunks too like and, and yeah. the thing is i only have to do as much as i want to do in one sitting like you can you, you can stop and come back and pick up where you left off like that so yeah it's really yeah. not a big deal i i think i'm like i'm prone to to, to do i'm blowing it up in my mind and think it's a bigger deal than it is but have you met me
1: well one of the values of any productivity system the system Mm -hmm. is for getting things out of your mind yeah i i honestly think that with the the volume of things that you're uh trying to attempt Mm -hmm. you too need some kind of place if it's a to-do list if it's your calendar whatever it may be to I'm proud kind of, of store myself this
0: i've started a calendar that i've been using for a couple of months now if yeah i i reached a point where it became essential because i had um i started working with uh chipperish and there's actual deadlines that i have to meet right. and if well, i screw up it. there's other people relying on me you know
1: um, if you are like me yeah and we know that you are yes <laughs> uh Th- those kinds of tasks are much easier to accomplish because there's another person involved, yeah, but when it comes to working out or lifting yeah. weights or the thing where the only person who's gonna be disappointed, the only person you're disappointing is yourself,
0: yeah, that's so much more difficult well,
1: my my life has been. A spectrum of disappointment one after another after another what's one brother what's one more (laughs) testify so these all i'm saying is um yes you're i I, you know as your friend and outside observer you are doing better but these things still require some kind of daily regimen or daily habit um and i think that's going to be the overarching theme for this that will tie all of these together
0: yeah and to be clear like it's not a lack of not wanting to to do these things because i very much no. do um e- everyone wants to do these yeah. things i think but, once uh, i we're, get we're a rubber couple meets hours the road now yeah like one once i get a few hours in into a course i'll get the buzz from it you know that oh this, this is actually really fun and i'm learning stuff um you know, just like reading the uh, book, once I got a few few pages in, I started to really enjoy it. So, and you know, it, it's just starting. It's, it's just like,
1: getting the momentum. Getting the momentum.
0: It's like anything. It's like I when I have have a podcast to edit, I think, ah, oh, crap. Okay, let's just do it. But then once I start, what, even just like ten minutes in, I'm like, oh, no, wait, no, I can do this. This is fine. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal.
1: That's the biggest thing. So, I mean, I've told that story before when I was having a lot of success running 14 miles on my long run. Mm-hmm. I never thought about motivation. Uh, right. I because if I did, I wouldn't go running. Okay. There's never there was never a day when I was like, oh, "You know what I feel like doing for the next 2 hours?" <laughs> running and sweating and suffering and <laughs> yeah. and whatever what what i did was i scheduled the time that i would go out the door
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i laid out my running clothes an hour beforehand and i set an alarm and then when the alarm went off i went and put the running clothes on and then i picked them up and then i went out the door and i started moving my body with some loud music in the headphones yeah. 15 minutes later i felt the motivation yeah 15 minutes into the run, I felt the, the joy. I felt the, oh, 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 it's kind of nice, and it's a beautiful day, and I'm outside, mm. and the world is moving past me, and I'm feeling momentum in my life and all of that. But until that moment, and paradoxically, well mm. after I'd already started, mm. it was it was structure that got me there, and that's right. it. I had to build the structure.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that requires a certain amount of discipline like no once the alarm goes off this is this is what i'm doing i'm getting well, dressed and i'm getting out actually i think i think it
1: requires we can talk about that like uh, the the, yeah. the discipline to me is is another word people use for motivation it's the counter force to motivation where motivation is the yay
0: i can't wait to get this
1: done Mm -hmm. it's the that's the carrot and discipline is the stick of like no i will go and do this
0: right i think discipline turns it into something less joyous
1: yeah i think there's a middle ground where you actually don't engage either of them that, that point in the day rolls around and you're like, oh, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Okay, and now I'm just going to put my pants on. Okay, I'm going to put my headphones in. And then I, and you don't actually engage either of those forces. You stay somewhere in that neutral middle where it's like this is just the to-do of this yeah, moment yeah. is to put my clothes on to go out the door. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you – for me, if I engage either of those forces, I'm screwed. And it happens okay. all the time with the scripts and the channel. And all of that, I try and like brute force my Hulk smash my way through <laughs> my my
0: hesitations. And that's when you get really frustrated. Yeah, and, and I, and I just out. get stuck.
1: Well, so for the book, um, I think what I need to do uh, is I need to do some brainstorming, break down the the book where things stand right now how much left there is in order to finish the rough draft. And I know exactly what that is because I've laid out a complete outline of the whole thing from start to finish. So I have every scene blocked out. I just need to sit down and start writing all of those scenes. And I'm up for if new scenes come in or I want to remove stuff or whatever, but just in in terms of ballparking, how much more work there is to do by the end of the year. The first thing I need to do is I want to transfer everything out of the app I was using. And I want to um, take stock of where everything is at and then sort of look at the rest of the year and say, okay, I want to finish this by this, this by this, this by this.
0: I like this. That, you're going to be very real realistic about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so by the end of the year, it's still very doable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, and if I get the bug as I'm doing it, you know, we're talking about setting up a system. If I feel the urge and want to go beyond the system, then by yeah. all means. But um, so my goal for July is to get everything transferred out of Scrivener into um, Google Docs Mm -hmm. and to then block out the rest of the year, sort of how much I need to get done on a monthly and that'll tell me what to do per week and then that'll give me targets for the day. Mm -hmm. where I can kind of fit that into getting stuff done for the channel, getting all these things done that uh we're trying to do so my July goal is um to break down current uh the work that's been done so far yep and finally we had our big dream goals
0: oh, <laughs> this is the one I feel the most anxiety mm-hmm. over which mm-hmm. is the point really yeah. well not the yeah. point it's 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 you know it's it's well i
1: i that. think that, that i i mean uh, you know sounding like a broken record here my anxiety is fear of failure driven most of the time and so uh, you know uh it is kind of about interacting with your anxiety and figuring out what am i nervous about here and how can i let that go and just get the work done mm-hmm. um so it, it yeah i th- i don't think you're completely off track there yeah uh yours was to start making your own original content by the end of the year Mm um you and i actually had a conversation about this one last night and how it's kind of important right now you've got the bug the creative bug but uh maybe not enough work being fed to you on your own
0: from other people (laughs) so It's...
1: it's time to start doing your own work i don't know
0: what it is man i don't <laughs> Look, i really don't know what to say here man like all i've done is i've thought thought of a few ideas or theses theses. what do you call them whatever um i, yeah. I i've thought of a, a few core ideas that i i want to talk about for several films like i've still got the uh power rangers 2017 thing going on but i've also thought up a few things i'd like to say about the child's play remake but i mean beyond that i haven't done anything (laughs) sure okay Mm -hmm. um
1: what adjustments do you want to make for july what's the short-term goal now your goal was by the just to reframe yeah Your goal was by the end of the year to have begun making content. Yeah, not to have one published by the end of July. Take some pressure. Exactly. Take some pressure off yourself here. Like, um, what is the short-term accomplishment for July that's going to get you a little more jazzed? Like, if you had this done by the end of July, Mm -hmm. what would it be?
0: You know, once again, I think it really is just about, like, sectioning off a time in my schedule to actually do it whether it's um whether it's work on a script or channel art or just watch one of the films i'd like to talk about it's just actually but i i guess now that i've said that that out loud it would be a good idea to pick one because then there is an actual goal in mind you know Mm -hmm. um so i mean yeah i don't know (laughs) well what about an outline yeah an outline yeah
1: an outline and and off mic we can talk about what i do do like my outline process for yep. uh an episode guide yep and so if by the end of july you've constructed an outline yep. for any of these
0: yeah we'll call that in a win. then
1: yeah which includes yeah. a summary and just a raw bulleted list of ideas yeah so uh that sounds very doable. doable. let's lock it in let's do that it's incredibly yeah it's incredibly doable and that's it right that's the whole thing about sub goals is you can't tick climb everest off of a to-do list there are a thousand to-dos that go on your to-do list you can't Mm -hmm. do climb everest but you can do uh, you know um the thousand steps leading up to it. And so mm-hmm. the key, I think, with this kind of stuff is to just break it down, break it down, break it down, so it's yeah. not so intimidating. Right,
0: because right now it does seem like Everest when, you know...
1: Like, yeah, I still have to do that with every episode guide. is, And it's still intimidating. Yeah. So.
0: I still need to pack my food on my oxygen tanks and do do all that stuff. No,
1: well, the first nice thing stuff. is make a list of what to buy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like even before that is like yeah. just brainstorm 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 yeah. um and that includes that's essentially what an outline is is it's a brainstorm while watching the thing that you want to talk about right yeah um yeah. so yeah.
0: uh okay so, outline yeah, what about by the you end of what, July? what was your big dream goal
1: um Big dream goal was getting back into performance. Now, mm-hmm. um, I acknowledge when I came up with this one, it's going to be a bit of a challenge because of COVID and the fact that Lonnie and I are moving, mm-hmm. similar to um, volunteering. Um, but when I came up with the idea, I tossed around the idea of auditions, and I didn't touch it for June, needless to say. But I have some ideas. For July, um, I'm going to set up, I'm setting up two short-term goals okay. for July. Mm-hmm the first one is i realized or rather i connected uh two dots in my head today i have a built-in opportunity for performing mm-hmm. and that is one of the patreon bonuses on the channel
0: yeah right <laughs> the the readings um that we haven't done for a while and we're very 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 sorry
1: as is our wont, uh we have dropped the ball yes
0: Um, And Lonnie and I have been
1: talking a lot about squaring up our businesses and getting things dialed in more properly and more automated. So uh, for July, I want to um, address
0: the readings, Mm -hmm. get the readings current. And, you know, it's not... Which is something both of us will be working on.
1: Yeah. It's not stage work or anything, but the readings are performances.
0: And, I mean, we're still living in a COVID world world at this point. uh, Yeah. We're not fully back to working order. Well, obviously.
1: and and I think that it would be pretentious of me to have set this goal and be like to star in a Christmas carol. <laughs> you know, there's no way. Kind there's you no kind way of did like did
0: that last last year
1: to well, <laughs> well, I was I was Bob Cratchit, but the the uh you <laughs> starred in a or no, uh yeah. Yeah, we 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 both were. Yeah. um yeah, you, like uh, these kinds of things you can't The point is to pursue the work you know it's not and and whatever you get you get right so um i i can't there unlike making a video and putting it on the internet i cannot guarantee the outcome here but for me there is some value in the work and just thinking about performance and and energy and you know emotion and all of that Mm -hmm. Because uh, I love it. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so first short-term goal is before our next check-in conversation in August to get all of the patron readings current and delivered, which also has a side benefit of the patron readings being
0: current yes. and delivered. That's <laughs> something that has been weighing on both both of our minds. So yeah. It would be, be good to get that done. And the second
1: short-term goal I have, um, because I think it's it is... It doesn't have that benefit. It's just more about challenging myself and growing, uh, pushing my boundaries, is to have a monologue memorized for our next check-in po- podcast in August, and maybe I'll do the monologue. Maybe. I don't want to turn this into, like, Ian's community theater performances. I,
0: I, I would love that, though.
1: Hey. <laughs> um, I haven't decided which one is going to be. Suggestions are welcome in the comments. Jack, you wanted
0: i su- suggested uh charlie Ch- chapman's speech at the end of the great di- di- dictator which i love um i probably
1: f- if you're gonna leave a suggestion i probably need to have something non shakespearean in my head As currently the three go-to monologues i know are uh richard the third the opening iago's uh and what's he then that says i play the villain Mm-hmm. And Alec Baldwin's uh speech in Glengarry Glen Ross. Maybe something a little less
0: villainy? Don't you I, do I also know good. the St. Crispin's Day speech? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Shakespeare again. I think, yeah, too, right? I
1: think I'm good on Shakespeare. I don't yeah. need any more. <laughs> well that was a very comprehensive chat about uh, yes. the resolutions, but it's good to get how do you feel?
0: I I feel much lighter a lot lighter right yeah so this was like, good. this was therapy man
1: this is the thing I, I like when i don't check my budget for a while mm-hmm. uh, it just becomes a source of fear and anxiety but yeah. to have the information to know to talk about the plan it's always better to know and to have Absolutely. a plan uh than to not but i felt the same way until i sat down today and went yeah. oh these were all pretty good we came yeah. up with good ideas yeah and and
0: I also don't feel as terrible about the last month than I did before we sat right. down and started recording because I'm like, no, considering everything that's going on and the fact that we did do some, some stuff, it's not all terrible.
1: That's I think that's a very important part of this is to acknowledge successes, even yeah. if they feel minor because it's just about moving the stone. Absolutely.
0: That's it. Whether it's an inch or or, or a mile, it's it's moving it
1: yeah mm-hmm. uh well before we get to the fanfic reading i just want to let you know that i'm at innitram on twitter
0: and i'm at lack lack of surprise one that's all one word with the number one at the end uh if you'd like to support the podcast and keep us flush with new things to to read and as seen on tv work and, and equipment you can do so at patreon.com forward slash passion of their nerd uh, with the five dollar and up club, you can join us in in the hangout on Saturday, July seventeenth, for the Angel episode reunion. That will be at five p.m. Eastern U- U.S. time for the re- rewatch, and then six thirty p.m. for the ha- hangout itself. Um, and if you can't make make it, of course, the replays can be found in a playlist over on the main channel.
1: The uh Into the Woods uh replay. No, none of those are listed. You can't go to uploads. Uh, but yeah. the end of the woods discussion has gotten a handful of comments. People are actually going and watching. Yeah, the the Which hangout great, discussions. I mean, really yeah, good. yeah. I was thinking we should start building in index markers to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the chapter markers. When we're all done, go back and add them yeah. so that that people can jump around, skip yeah. the uh episode guide rewatch and stuff yeah. like that. Oh yeah, that, um, that's a good idea. Yeah. But uh, it's a big project going back and doing it. You can also help us out by grabbing yourself something from passionofthenerd.com slash store. We've got some great designs, Mm -hmm. um, fabulous submissions that we're grateful for. Thank you, Liz. Mm -hmm. Hoodies, mugs. I got rid of the phone cases, but we have uh, totes, um, hanging posters, uh, stuff you can buy from there. Yeah, uh, also, the hangout is significant because we will officially pass uh, my current point in the episode guides. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I hope to have Reunion actually ready for that hangout. Okay, yeah. But after that, uh, no more episode guides to watch. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's that's gonna feel weird, man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I
1: mean, if people want to hear my opinions of the the things early... I suppose you can come to the Hangouts. Yeah. um, Even though I'll be more just, still more just interacting with patrons who come. Mm -hmm. Um, You know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all right, let's get to the fanfic reading now. Here is Gone by Terry Boda, Chapter 47. For Spike, the entire tableau was an exercise in agony. a twisted, nightmarish deja vu deja vu, from which he could not escape. All around him were familiar horrors, and he felt the same desperate helplessness, the same impotent fury that he had before. It was all he could do to just hold it together and not go insane. He watched as Glory destroyed the Buffy bot, only to be attacked by the real Buffy with the troll hammer. The two then began a desperate race to be the first up the scaffolding, each trying to prevent the other from going any further. He saw Buffy take quite a few hard hits and close calls, but none kept her down for long until Glory knocked the troll hammer out of her hand. She started to fall, and Spike nearly panicked, wondering if this was something new or something he had just missed the first time around. Then he watched her grab Glory and send them both crashing to the ground. They both got up, but Buffy didn't have the hammer. Then the crane Xander had been operating swung its wrecking ball and sent Glory flying towards a brick wall into an office. Buffy took the opportunity to grab the hammer and bound it after her. Spike sent a silent prayer after her fleeing form. And the glorified bricklayer picks up a spare, Xander announced proudly as he joined them. Good work, Giles praised. How are we doing? Xander asked, crouching down beside them. So far it's a tie, Anya replied. We haven't gotten up to dawn, but neither has anyone else. Giles added, if Puffy can keep Glory down for long enough, though, it it won't matter. There are only a few minutes left to start the ritual. At least I killed Doc. Nibble is safe from him. One of the damn few things I did right this time around, Spike thought to himself, looking up to the tower to check anyway. He was shocked when he saw the telltale shadow of another figure on the scaffolding with Dawn. No. Oh, God, no. I killed him. I tore off his head and threw it in the fireplace. Someone's up there. Giles, Doc is up there, he cried. The others looked up, Giles shaking his head. Spike, that's impossible. You told me you killed him. I did kill him, you git. But I'm telling you, I can see him up there. He's up there and he's going to cut Dawn. Okay, we got to charge up or something, Xander said. We tried that, Anya reminded. Spike tried to figure out what to do. Last time, Willow had popped into his head and... Spike, right on cue. Red's getting this magic thing down pretty quick. I wonder how much of our future can be changed, he wondered to himself then shoved the thought out of his mind. One thing at a time. Deal with Power Trip Witch later. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, he replied. Who? What? Giles asked, but Spike waved a hand. Is someone up there with Thorn? Do you see the demon who cut Dawn before? Swallowing, he nodded. Yeah, bloke I thought I killed. Wills, I gotta get up there. Thought so. When Buffy said there wasn't anybody, I wondered about that. Don't know how he survived I Survived what I did to him. Are you talking to us? Xander questioned. Then get up there, now, just as soon as you part the seas, Red. Go! He rose to his feet and charged for the tower, confident in the knowledge that his path would be cleared for him by the time he got there. The crowd was thrown back, split down the middle, and he raced through, his feet clearing the bottom stair as he leapt up. As he ran, his vision narrowed and his senses condensed as he focused on one goal. His footsteps drummed out a heartbeat as he took the stairs three at a time, four at a time, each landing. He turned, bringing him closer to Dawn. The sound resounded in his ears until he realized that it was a heartbeat he was hearing. Dawn's heartbeat, fast, impounding in her fear. In his fear, thrum, thrum. Thrum. Closing the distance between himself and his greatest failure, he was struck by a sudden moment of clarity. Everything he had done, everything he had tried to do, was all to bring him back to this one moment, this one regret that had eclipsed all other regrets. He was about to face Doc again, weak and desperate with fear. But this time, he knew that he could not best the demon in his current state. Nor did he have to. He did not need to fight Doc and win. All he had to do was keep him from cutting Dawn by whatever means necessary. "'Even if that means we don't survive,' William's voice popped into his head. "'Yeah,' he replied, in complete agreement. "'Tis a far, far better thing we do now.' than we have ever done. Shut up, Poof! But deep inside, he knew that his soul was right, and the knowledge defined his intent and set his goal. And he moved forward with the faith of someone who knows his purpose and is not afraid. Thrum, thrum, thrum. His feet, her heart, pounding out the rhythm as he climbed. Thrum, thrum. THRUM. The only sound he could hear, resounding in his ears, a pounding reverie. THRUM. 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 Only one flight left to go. He could see her now, bound, terrified, weeping, and her assailant, the deceiving old man. THRUM. 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 His feet... His feet took the last few stairs in one leap, and he was up, his goal within reach. Spike! Dawn screamed. He didn't answer. He had no conscious thought outside of his objective. His his game face came forth, and he barreled down the gangway with only one goal in mind. Get him away from Dawn. The demon turned to face him, not surprised at all. Oh, look, a hero. Thrum, thrum. Thrum! He closed the distance. He wasn't even slowing down. Doc turned the knife towards him, and the blade pierced his flesh as he slammed into the demon with the full force of his body. He didn't scream, didn't even flinch at the pain. He just grabbed hold of the doc with both hands, fingers ripping through cloth and flesh like claws, and threw them both off the tower. They fell and Spike felt a moment of triumph. The knife in his gut was eviscerating him, and Doc was struggling, but he had no intentions of letting go. The lizard tongue came out and struck at his face, but instead of letting go, as Doc hoped he would, he clutched him tighter, brought his fangs to the demon neck, and bit down. Hard. Doc screamed. The blood was acid that burned his face, but he did not let go. It seared his lips, chin, and neck in fiery rivulets, scorching him. He ignored it, he ignored the knife in his abdomen, ignored the sound and feel of his bones breaking, of a rebar puncturing his leg as they hit the hard ground. Nothing mattered, except to make sure the that doc, the, the dock couldn't cut Dawn. They slammed into the concrete, and he blacked out. Coming to... He knew several moments had passed. He was on his back, looking at the pre-dawn sky. He turned his head to the left to look for Doc, but the demon was gone. His instant panic was quelled by Willow's telepathic voice. He's gone. Dismembered and torched to dust. He gave a weak nod, then turned his head to the right, in time to witness Giles smothering a badly beaten Ben. He felt dimly sorry for the watcher, who had tried so hard to avoid murdering Glory's human host. Looking back to the left and slightly up, he saw Xander and Anya staring down at him. Anya's mouth moved, but he couldn't hear her over the thrumming in his ears. The thrumming of Dawn's heartbeat. Dawn. Straining to see the tower stairs, unable to lift or feel his legs, he struggled to find Dawn. He located her coming down as she turned on the last landing and stepped on to the final flight. Buffy was directly behind her, and his vision condensed to focus solely on the two young women, blocking out everything else. Both of them were whole, and Dawn, while traumatized and shaking, was unharmed. As they came down, both pairs of eyes raised to meet his. Dawn's eyes went wide, and she stared, but he could only grin at her with his burned lips. She spoke, but all he heard was her heart, soon joined by another, and he was confused until he realized he was hearing Buffy's heart, too. Buffy's heart. Strong. And steady. And alive. The true weight of the accomplishment struck him and he realized he had changed history. Despite all of his fear and doubts, despite his colossal mistakes, he had still managed to save her. His face cracked, his eyes streaming tears, as he watched the two of them come to him. Then a world of pain flooded through his vision. He gave an unhuman croak from his bloodied lips, and passed out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, this hey, feels good, doesn't two it? Two
0: weeks in a row, man. Two Look weeks at us.
1: In a row. We get to say next week on the podcast, but we yeah. forgot to go figure out what yeah. we're going to talk about next week on the podcast.
0: We don't know what we're going to talk about ne- next week, <laughs> but we are going to be here next week and we're going to do something. S- suggestions in the comments. Welcome.
1: Yeah. Jack and i uh, uh a while ago, came up with the idea for a naughty cast yes uh, where adults uh, only Adults only, and uh i'll do a or we will do a um erotic fanfic reading that'll yep. be the 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 break and talk,
0: but, talk about our, our first times in 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 different ways yeah. first kiss First. for the uh,
1: one person that wants to hear about that that's <laughs> the uh, one tum,
0: tum, tumble in the hay with, with some somebody yeah but, yeah, lots of so the, the, um, the non- embarrassing, <laughs> naughty stuff, and you know, th- this is something we came up with a long time ago. At this point, but it's something that we need to approach in a particular way. I think.
1: So. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Jack, mm-hmm. I I think it's a great idea Me too. Uh, because you know.
0: Like, look at us. That's why it may be a great idea. We're not making
1: anyone listen to this stuff. So, like, why should I feel guilty about uh, making people horribly uncomfortable?
0: And if you want to skip it, you don't have to watch. Yeah, you You don't don't have to listen to to it.
1: But you made uh, an unfortunately awesome suggestion, which was we were trying to figure out when the Naughty Cast should be, and you said it should really be episode 69. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) so it's a little yeah. while away but 69 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the funny part is now
1: every week when we're like so uh what do you want to talk about for uh, the upcoming podcast we can't do that one because yeah. it's not episode 69 yet
0: yeah. um, um i think um somebody i think someone was it the uh hang out some someone said they would like to see a return of the bad buffy takes
1: oh bad takes yeah we could yeah. do bad takes uh so next week be fun what but, should it be
0: yeah um, I also really enjoy the one perfect scene when we've got a scene to talk talk about. That's always fun.
1: Kennedy was Willow's best partner.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that is gonna start a freaking world war! But all right, well, that's that's
1: the Buffy. That's the whole point of Buffy yeah. Bad Takes. All yeah. right, that that tears it. We're doing Buffy Bad Takes next week. Done. <laughs> uh, what do you have to do this week?
0: Uh, so I need to go and see my GP for a regular check checkup of, of sorts, which I actually did last week. But we need to follow up because he ordered some uh, blood tests. There's a H1B something. It's to do with diabetes. Um, uh, so I'll go and get the, the results of that. Um, as we mentioned, you and I also are also going to get the pay- Patreon bonuses squared away and i'm also taking up uh editing duties on a second podcast for chip chipperish uh i was meant to start earlier but lani wanted to sort of feel it out and get a feel for how how it was going to to work before she handed it off to, to me but um other than that man i'm just trying to take care of myself and be kind to myself and but also trying to stay motivated but uh what about you one what, what are you up to uh
1: well, I started a new GTD system that I'm kind of excited about. That is possibly the nerdiest sentence I've ever sentenced before. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I'm never quite satisfied. Uh, you know, I move from things to to do is to i've never quite sat as some yeah. and there's then there's like well none of those really do project management so we had trello into that and, yeah. and so forth but this looks promising um to kind of manage including managing patreon and a lot of those balls that i let drop on a regular basis so mm-hmm. i'm feeling pretty good about that um still struggling with the daily writing the rubber meets the road with the episode guide But um, picking that up tomorrow again, and uh, hope to have the reunion uh, video up and ready for the patron hangout a week from Saturday. Cool, which feels very doable to me, and still kind of keeps things on a monthly. um, You know, the next one will be Triangle, yeah, and and we'll we'll see. That's a big. But um, yeah, and then everything else that uh, still. uh, prepping the house trying to stay healthy um you know just living life loving life with my with my lady friend uh (laughs) this excited about the future you know again that's rare for me and i i think that's all her is uh i i just get so myopic um I'm the same, and man. week Look, to week, when you
0: get that buzz, you got to sa- savor it because yeah, yeah.
1: But she and I talk about the future, and it makes me hopeful about you know. You're
0: gonna make me me cry, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, hope's not a hope's not an easy thing to come by for me. Oh. Uh Um,
0: are you saying peace is not an easy
1: thing? Peace to come is mind? not <laughs> peace is easier for me to find these days. But but uh, being being hopeful about.
0: It's hard, especially the future and look around. (laughs)
1: Having having big goals and all of that, but um, recently I've just gotten some clarity on the again the hope for the goals that she and I have together um are going to be way easier if I square away why what I'm doing and my own um focus and all of that, and that's kind of as of this moment reinvigorated me. But there is no magic bullet for gtd there's no perfect system there's no magic thing that's like aha now i'm the productive person i always wanted because
0: to be it always comes back to the human el- element yep. of you having to do the work just
1: one night it. of bad sleep yeah. one uh and, and, one emotional and that's event it's,
0: it's, it's human it happens but
1: yeah. yeah so every day is a new day just mm-hmm. the ebb and flow of what can i accomplish today and uh, that's it
0: Every day is a new new day that is a wonderful note to end on. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right my friends uh thank you so much for your time we appreciate you. We'll see Thanks. you next week.
0: Bye bye.